Hey Mystics, you're listening to What's the Brew with Lily Moon. This podcast is dedicated to sharing brew that uplifts the collective's ascension, discussing all things spirituality and pure magic. This podcast is sponsored by Mystic Moon Medicine. Mystic Moon Medicine is my labor of love to the world, where I offer intuitive readings of astrology and tarot, share the magic of ancestral tools for healing thy tides through the apothecary and botanica. This week's brew includes a trip to Sin City, resurrections, and much more. Now, before I stir, I wanted to highlight exchange. My intention with this podcast is to reach as many beings as possible. Now, as a listener, you can help support this intention by liking the episodes, following the podcast, sharing the podcast on social media with your coven and other mystics. You can also support by becoming a patron and joining the Mystic Moon Tribe on Patreon. This is an abundance exchange which allows you to receive exclusive offerings, including weekly personal readings, soul healing, courses, and more. Details on these offerings will be in the show notes. All right, let's begin. So this week in our astro forecast, we have a couple of things to talk about. We have Mars in retrograde, we have Jupiter going direct, and we also have the third quarter moon in Gemini happening. Now, of course, I'm going to start with the juicy stuff. So first, we're going to talk about Mars going retrograde. So Mars is going retrograde on Wednesday, which is September 9th of this year at 1023 p.m., Okay, and that is Eastern Standard Time. So, of course, if you are listening to this and you are elsewhere, please go ahead and check to see what that time is going to be for you in your time zone. Um, but it is happening at 1023 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so while this is happening, Mars is going to be at the 28th degree of Aries. And it's going to be sitting in the 12th house, making a square to Saturn and Pluto and uh, with Venus as well. So there is a positive though with this aspect. We also do have a sextile to the North Node. So Mars is doing quite a lot and Mars is actually going to be a very important planet for us to be watching um, for upcoming events happening in 2021. Um, But I will talk about that a little bit later with you guys. So with this aspect, first and foremost, we see that Mars as we know, is sitting in its home sign, in its home sign of Aries. Um, But it's sitting in the 12th house, which is very interesting because the 12th house is ruled by Pisces, and that is very much so more of a, you know, omega almost type of vibe, as we know that Pisces is the last of the zodiac, whereas Aries is the very beginning and more so like alpha. So Mars is really much so in a very weird space. Mars is not really used to being in this very weird slow motion mars is currently floating around on the lazy river going what the heck is this that is basically what is happening here right now in the cosmos and so with this interesting um, aspect what i am seeing for the uh, star seeds and those who are you know reincarnated souls and uh, if you are into that you are going to have a lot of um, astral travel happening. So if you are someone who has been, you know, looking into that or try and or has wanted to try that, this is going to be the time when it happens a lot because of Mars sitting in the 12th house. I'm seeing a lot of us um, having some really heavy traveling um, at that time, especially in the nighttime, but more so um, for the upcoming weeks ahead as well. You can keep a lot more tired too and feeling really just beat up in your body and that's because your soul is doing like over night shifts in the you know in the unknown um so that's that now with the square to saturn and pluto those are both in the ninth house in capricorn at the time and so as we know the ninth house is naturally ruled by jupiter which allows us to expand our ideas on the focuses that are in the ninth house at the time and so with that Mars making that square to Saturn and Pluto. This is telling us that we are being asked to slow down and really focus and, you know, zoom in a little bit closer into what is going on. What is really going on internally within ourselves? You know, what is really going on with these plans? Do we really, really, really have a real grip on these plans or are we just kidding ourselves? Because if we are not 
sitting with ourselves now with this, you know, ego checked at the door, we are going to get mollywopped in the future. Okay, so it's really, really, really important that we are taking a step back and really slowing down. Okay, Mars in this position is also telling us to move a lot with intention and really ensuring that we are not just trying to rush to things and then crash and burn, but slowing down so that we can see the bigger picture so that we can, you know, be not perfectionist per se, but don't you want to put something nice with your name attached to it? Or do you want to put your name attached to a garbage can? Obviously, the things that you are creating and manifesting are to be of something great. Are you not made of greatness? Are you not made of cosmos and stars and everything amazing in the universe? Yes, you fucking are. So that being said, you need to ensure that you are pulling your weight and showing up authentically in the way that you're supposed to. And that also means that you have to slow down and take your time. It's okay to be... Um, you know, excited about where you're going, you should be excited and you should be celebrating. Celebration is also a manifestation ritual of its own. And so with that being said, you know, it's coming to you. So what is the rush? You really have to slow down. And we, as you know, just overall on the global scale, it's all going to be about slowing down a lot, a lot, a lot because of, because of this movement with Mars. Now with the square to Pluto, Mars and Pluto are both ruled by Scorpio and this was an aspect I actually was going to talk about later on so I'm not going to highlight it too too much now but they are both ruled by Scorpio and so we have this weird idea of tug of war within ourselves where we want to say that we have control and we want to have control over our um, bad habits you know breaking those bad habits but at the same time, it's almost like, well, I can totally function while doing these things still. And maybe you really think that, but that's not really the case. And um, our ego is really, really, really just not letting us have it. Um, while Mars is actually going retrograde, the sun will be sitting in the fifth house in Virgo, making a beautiful trine with Jupiter, Pluto and Saturn. And so this is beautiful energy for us to manifest and write down and get really serious and constructive and critical about our goals and really setting up ourselves for success. But at the same time, with that, with that aspect of the sun in the fifth house, this is literally Leo sitting in its home house. Okay, this is the sun sitting in the Leo fifth house. And so our egos are very much so big. And with the trine to all those other outer planets in the ninth house, this is a lot of fire, passion, energy as well. And so really focusing our energy on our passions is really, really important. And this is something that we are going to be doing. Mars is very much so about being driven as well and getting what you want and taking what you want and working hard for it and making it yours, building up your own throne and then chilling when it's done. You know, that is what's going on. Um, but we have to make sure that we are actually taking our time while we're doing this and we can make this happen, but we have to be really serious about those bad habits and be really serious about leaving them at the door and letting ourselves be great because we are destined for greatness. We all are. Okay. Now at the same time, we do have Mars making a sextile to the North Node. So again, the North Node being associated with our collective destiny, our futures and our paths, the North Node is going to be sitting in the first house of the time. And so Mars is making this evil sextile with the North Node in the, in, the, in the first house while it's sitting in Gemini with the moon. And the moon is also making a, um, a trine to Mercury, which is in Libra in the fifth house. So there's a lot of positive optimum energy actually around Mars and retrograde. So I know there's been a lot of like, you know, the astro memes and all this other nonsense going on, which I will talk about later as well in this episode. Um, and so there's a lot of panic I'm seeing with Mars retrograde when really a Mars retrograde is exactly what this world needs. We deserve a pause and a break. Everyone's been asking, oh my gosh, when are we going to get a break? Well, the answer is now. Now that being said, will the chaos of around of the outside world be continuous, still going on? Yes, absolutely. It's going to be absolutely insane. This is also the great aspect for, you know, airstrikes and all these other things going on, but I won't say anything more than that, but you guys can figure out the picture. You are all intuitive. Um, so yes, there's going to be a lot of that going on. However, we need to really focus on um, ourselves and our own communities. We change the world by changing our communities. And 
we always think like we're not doing enough because we look at the world as the entire you know population but then we lack showing up for our communities so focusing on your own own internal work and slowing down and moving with intention and building up those important um, relationships and kinships within our community so that we can all thrive and get through this together because community is a really big part of this transition into you know the age of Aquarius okay so I say this because you know uh, that is where we are heading and as much as we are advancing in technology and technology is literally starting to control humans and all this other fuckeries that's going on, everything is also people, the, the, the beings of the earth are also still somewhat resisting. And by resisting, they are growing their own food. They're eating more plant-based things or meals. They are harvesting their own vegetables. You know, they are making and returning to herbal medicine and creating tinctures and bombs or simply just wanting to learn more about Mother Earth and connecting with Mother Earth. And so there is this resistance with the rise of the matriarchy and the divine feminine that is going on, that has been going on for a while. And so with that, there's just so much going on and and we are being asked to return back to the old ways um, and not in every single old way but in certain ways and returning back to the old values more so and one of those old values is community and I'm saying old values but really I mean African values I mean you know the diaspora of Africa values the Caribbean values the values of the indigenous people of this earth um, I think the idea of individualism is very western and it just creates more chaos um so those of you out there that are listening really create community within yourselves create a community and you know work within your community and really work with your community stop worrying about connecting with others on the internet you will connect by sharing what you're doing with your community but connect with your community okay that is also important and Mars in retrograde is going to show us that with those um, squares with, um, what's it called, with uh, the outer planets, Saturn, Pluto, and Jupiter, um, because of there's there's friction there. And it's because we're seeing this, this friction of, uh, why can't I move forward? Why can't, why am I feeling frustrated? Why do I feel like I'm being blocked by blessings? You know, why do I feel like this? Well, because you're not expanding your horizon as Jupiter's ninth house is asking to do. And with the sextile to the North Node in Gemini, which says, hey, go be social, go learn from your peers, go socialize, go, you know, work your, your Mercury and your, and your throat chakra and your, your crown. Go and communicate, go and be out there with the, with the people. That is also part of the work that you are doing. So... That is what I am seeing for um, Mars retrograde as it is beginning, and it is going to be ongoing for quite some time, and so when Mars does go direct, I will be letting you guys know, but it won't be until next year anyway, Um, but it's going to be, Mars is doing a lot of stuff. Um, I will tell you guys that I did pull the charts for 2021, and so a couple of episodes from now, there will be um, probably a part one and a part two, we'll see of me talking about what I am seeing for 2021 because it is absolutely wild and this movement of Mars going into retrograde is actually just a a bit of you know the tip of the iceberg it's just a little treat and teaser of what we have coming to us in 2021 Mars is (laughs) letting his name be known in 2021 and this is just the beginning okay so that is what I am seeing. Now, I did, of course, pull some cards. I really enjoyed how Spirit um, spoke with me and with us through the cards. And I think Spirit is really, really, you know, chatty again because the cards that I pulled from Mars Retrograde was the Five of Swords, the Queen of Swords, and the Emperor. Of course, the Emperor was pulled. And so I see this as, you know, the Five of Swords don't self-sabotage yourself. Be careful of the self-sabotage. Self-sabotage isn't just, you know, thinking insecure things about yourself. Self-sabotage is also, you know, continuously watching um, Netflix and Hulu and, you know, continuously going out and spending all your money on things that you shouldn't be versus, you know, building up your foundation as the emperor would do just in case anything strikes at you, you are ready, right? 
okay? The Queen of Swords is, you know, remember to not have your walls up so much. As much as we are seeing this connection to Gemini energy during this movement and the air energy in this movement, also remember to still be vulnerable with yourself and with the people around you. Yes, you must be honest, always be honest and cut out what is necessary. Cut off the dead weight, absolutely. But do not be so defensive. Now, this is naturally going to happen, of course, because, you know, we are human. We are not perfect. Um, but really be careful with this, especially when it comes to your loved ones, because Mars is squared to Venus as well during this time. So we could be lashing out to our loved ones, especially. Um, so really ensure that you are balancing out your divine masculine energy by doing things that will benefit you in that way. And that can include recreating a routine and recreating, you know, some things in your agenda, uh, writing, actually writing because of the, the sores that we have here, you know, writing more I am mantras because that is what Mars is and let that take you somewhere, you know? And so that is what I'm seeing for Mars retrograde. Now going into Jupiter. So Jupiter is going direct as of September 13th at 12:41 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and that is actually 4:41 uh universal time which is really interesting to me. Um so while this is happening, just remember you guys, we just had the full moon in Pisces last week. So we are still coming down from that moon. And I know a lot of us are probably thinking like, okay, it's just a full moon. It's not a super moon. It's not anything serious, but it actually is because it is Pisces. It is the conscious and the subconscious. It is the depths of Neptune, which I talked about literally in the last episode, but there is a lot of baggage that can come with that energy as well and so we are still shedding and it's funny because I've been looking online and and seeing what people have to say about what how things are going for them and I'm just like yeah you guys this is the full moon in Pisces like this is what it is like you know and it's it's hitting people very differently but that's because Pisces energy is very unpredictable and it's water and so now that Jupiter is going direct um, I'm talking about the full moon in Pisces because Pisces has two ruling planets, Jupiter and Neptune. Everyone thinks of Neptune now, but Jupiter was the original. And so now that Jupiter is going direct, it's going to reawaken um, those needs and dreams within us and allow us to use that Mars retrograde transit to help us to kind of go internally and ask ourselves, okay, are my passions still my passions? And if they've transformed, how can I embrace them and prepare to shine with those new passions? How? Well, let's see. Um, while Jupiter is going direct, it will be conjunct to Saturn and Pluto, of course, because they are all in Capricorn, but also uh, making a trine with Uranus, as he's been doing for quite some time, um, still making a sextile to Neptune, which I absolutely love. I absolutely love this aspect. This is so good for divination work, you guys. Yes, the full moon in Pisces is amazing for, for divination work, but Neptune, sextile to to Jupiter is also wonderful. Um, but we also have Jupiter making a square to Chiron as well. So there is a lot of interesting things going on here. First and foremost, I'm seeing a lot of past life and um, a lot of past, you know, dreams where you kind of see yourself in a past life and waking up kind of frightened and like concerned. And it's going to kind of trigger um, a series of events where you're going to have to kind of face yourself and be like, what was that? And why did it why did I react in that way? And maybe it'll not be in your dreams. Maybe it'll happen in your actual reality, but you're definitely going to be questioning reality um, with this Jupiter going direct. This is also going to be a time where we don't sleep at all because of this Jupiter energy. Um, lots of, again, travel of the astral realm and heavy, crazy, crazy, crazy dreams as well is going to be happening. Um, but with Jupiter being conjunct to Pluto and Saturn, um, it is sitting in the seventh house, and so we are kind of seeing this um, friction and concoction of all this energy about where we sit in our relationships and how they actually nurture us. And I say this because the moon will be sitting in Cancer on the ascendant at the time 
of Jupiter going direct. And so, of course, that means then that the moon is opposite to Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn, which is having us trying to create balance and ask ourselves, are we actually being nurtured in our relationships or are we just, you know, what is going on here? And there could be a lot of also um, insecurities and deep, deep thought and heavy, heavy, heavy emotions about ourselves and our relationships and how we show up in our relationships and even asking ourselves if we are even showing up authentically enough in those relationships. So there's a lot going on here with this uh, transit. Now, with that trine still happening to Uranus, we are still very open to um, change, of course, and we are actually enjoying ourselves within our friendship groups. So although we might be feeling romantically like, oh, nobody loves me, oh, I'm not cute, and all these ridiculous things about ourselves, we are still going to our social circles, our friend circles, our tribes, our day ones, you know, the soul family to hold us down and to honor that space for us while we kind of try to figure it out. And that's really about nurturing that cancer moon energy that we have working with us at the same time. Um, Again, with the sextile to Neptune, definitely a lot of divination work is going on, but Neptune is actually going to be sitting in the 10th house at the time. So again, this is really beautiful energy to do some serious manifesting work. Um, yes, the moon is not full at this time or new, but it doesn't really matter because this is such beautiful energy. You can start to really think about your new moon intentions at this time. The new moon in the Virgo will be happening four days after Jupiter goes direct, which is going to be a great time for manifesting work, of course. And I will talk about that in the next episode. Um, but this is really, really, really important stuff for us to notice. And it's a beautiful time for us to really think about, you know, our foundations and the security we create and our outer shell and our internal self. And are we really putting ourselves out there enough? How are we showing up when we put ourselves out there? Is it authentic? Are we showing off our unique self or are we still hiding that really huge authentic part of ourselves? And that is why we feel so blocked from our blessings. So there's, there's a lot going on. And these are just some of the, you know, partial thoughts you're going to have when we are dealing with Jupiter going direct. Now, at the time still, Venus will still be square to Mars. Um, Venus is also going to be square to Uranus. So again, a lot of um, a lot of pressure on our relationships in a romantic way. So, and this is really you know tough because Venus is in Leo, and that's not really helping us either because everything is about me, 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 me. Everything that we want to receive, we want to think, think to ourselves, okay, well, how is this going to benefit me? How is this going to work in my favor? And yes, that is absolutely important because a lot of us, especially if you are a light being, you know, and you're sensitive to 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 everything you can be really hard on yourself and always feel like you need to show up for people. So this is a really good transit for us to work on that and ensure that we are um, being selfless, but also compassionate towards ourselves and honoring our boundaries. And that moon in the first house is going to have us questioning if we are or if we aren't. But we are. We just really need to start to think about what spaces we are holding ourselves in and if it still reflects who we truly are. Or if it's just now a hollow piece of us and we need to get out of that shell. Okay, so that is um, what I am seeing for Jupiter's direct. Now, I did pull cards, of course, for Jupiter going direct. And so we have the Wheel of Fortune, we have the Knight of Wands, and we have the Justice card. So with the Wheel of Fortune, of course, I'm not surprised by this because the Wheel of Fortune is the nose, the Wheel of Fortune is time, it is cycles, and Jupiter, just like Saturn, is one of the fathers of time. And so we are about to jump a timeline. We could possibly jump a timeline. We could possibly, you know, recreate the future for ourselves in this aspect if we work it the proper way if we make the right steps right now by getting ourselves back on track with our routines because of the mars retrograde slowing down moving with intention because we are still under the virgo sun and working with all this beautiful energy to create a simple but authentic and unique plan that vibrates 
love and positivity, um, but also strength because we do carry our shadow side with us and we embrace the shadow side as well. We are complete in our duality. And that seems like a lot to embrace, but it is possible. And I say that because we have the justice card here. So there is going to be this theme of rebalance. And no kidding, because we do, again, have Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter sitting in the seventh house, which is naturally ruled by Libra, which is the sign of the scales. So absolutely, we are going to be trying to um, rebalance ourselves and rebalance our routines. And by doing that, we are igniting the Knight of Wands within. We are taking back... Um, control the situation, getting back on the horse, and be, we are driven by our passion, and we are moving forward with so much confidence and just drive in us, and our hearts are in the right place, and we can feel it deep within us, and even as I'm saying that, I know that you feel it right now, and it feels good, and we want to embrace that, and also remember though, while we're doing this, I see this as spirit also reminding us to remember to have fun, so as you are, you know, working into your routines, also remember to take your time and have fun with things too. You don't have to be so damn serious all the damn time. Also have fun, okay? And so last but not least, we do have the third quarter moon in Gemini, which I talked about a little bit discussing the Mars uh, retrograde. So the third quarter moon in Gemini happens on the 10th of September. And so there's not really a whole lot I have to say about this, but there is going to be this highlighted theme, of course, of internal reflection and potentially for some of us even having to, you know, ask ourselves some deep questions, looking at both sides of the situation and being reminded of that. You know, there are two sides to each story and then there is the truth. So really, again, taking your time and slowing down don't rush to conclusions with mars going retrograde and then the moon in, in in gemini this is a lot of interesting energy that can cause a lot of chaos too when we have fire and air like that so really ensure that we are not jumping to conclusions and looking at both sides and also looking at what we feel is the truth by honoring our intuition because that is the true truth right there okay and so um, as we move into that moon going into Friday and slowly going into the Cancer moon that I was talking about during Jupiter's um, moving direct transit, there is going to be a lot of up and down, topsy-turvy energy with this week because of how heavy the aspects are. And it's not really that heavy, but we are going to feel it on a vibrational uh, standpoint. Like the sphere is going to feel very um, electrifying. You might feel extra sleepy this week. You might be feeling very irritated. Um, you could be feeling extra horny too because of that Mars and Venus and Leo energy that's going around a lot. So there's lots of passions in the air, which is beautiful. But again, use it to your advantage in the way that's going to work for you. Do not just fill your distractions of pleasure also fill your cups of discipline and progress and consistency okay fill all of those cups yes fill your cup of pleasure but fill those other cups too okay now something else i want to talk about uh for the next segment is honoring transformation okay and this is going to be a big thing that we're going to be seeing ongoing for the rest of the year as we prepare for winter as we prepare for 2021 and all that is to come as well so while we you know unpack from the pisces full moon and attempt to bob the waters and the tides that neptune and jupiter are bringing because as again pisces has both we are also trying to prepare ourselves for mars as retrograde and so we must also remember that pluto is going direct and that is happening next month on October 4th. That is when Pluto goes direct. And so this is happening obviously after Mars goes a retrograde. So what do we get when both ruling planets of Scorpio post Pisces full moon create? What do we what do they create from that? What kind of brew do you think we get with all this intense um, water energy? because Scorpio and Pisces. Well, 
we get very unpredictable transformation all across the universe. There is going to be some crazy waves just flying through and it's going to be really difficult at first. We're going to feel like we almost been hit by like <laughs> a wall, but then it gets better. Um, but it's going to be pretty very very topsy-turvy very much so like the ocean okay the waves could just wipe you out at any time and you just wouldn't know um so we will be completing a lot of internal battles and you know have to truly face our shadow self and this work can be completed of course in a grounding way we do have a lot of earth element within the cosmos right now however it will take hanging your ego at the door and so when Mars is square to Pluto and when Pluto decides to go direct finally and say, all right, I'm in the driver's seat now, what does that mean? It means crazy transformation is coming and it means resurrection, which is why I said resurrections before. It is going to be very fucking intense. So taking note of these patterns that we have before they actually hit is what is going to allow us to bend our own timelines and therefore creating our own future and honoring our true mystic selves that we are. There is a lot that we can do with this timeline. There's a lot that we can do and we can bend and create for ourselves for the future. But we have to ensure that we are ready to face our, you know, our demons. Hence the title of this of this episode. This is a time period where you're going to maybe face your own seven demons, seven devils, and and feel some type of way. And so I say this with compassion, you know, be gentle with yourself and be very careful with yourself. And, you know, it's okay if you want to go internal during this weekend, especially while the moon's in cancer. That is totally okay. You know, that is totally, totally fine. Um, but know that anything that you are facing right now it is not going to break you. You are going to break through and you are going to gain new beauty marks. And then you are going to shed that skin of that armor from all these fights with your demons that you've slayed. And then you're going to ascend even more and become this beautiful being as you already are meant to be and are in this moment. And it's going to be so beautiful. However, in order to get there, you have to be willing to go through the trenches, and that includes driving through the entire Sin City of yourself, okay? And so while these two planets of Scorpio do they thing and square off, literally, you need to buckle up, okay? Aries and Scorpios, I'm talking to you. Y'all especially are going to get mollywopped across the, <laughs> the universe if you are not getting your ass in line. Libras, you too. Don't be laughing at them, Libras. I'm talking to you too. If you have a strong Libra aspect, you too can get mollywopped across the universe because Saturn, Pluto, and Jupiter are sitting in the seventh house at the time. Where will Pluto be when Pluto goes direct? Well, you will have to wait and be in tuned to hear that later. Um, but I promise you, transformation is coming. And so again, Moving with intention and slowly is so, so, so important, especially as we are going through transformation, because transformation is a really fancy word for karma, if we're being really honest. Transformation could also just be a karmic cycle, if we're not careful. So do you want to transform, or do you want to repeat the same cycle of, karmic, of karma? Because you will. And, you know... I don't mean karma in the way that, oh, you have to die for it to actually be karma. I'm talking about the cycles that you carry within because you have ancestors. So for those of you who are rolling your eyes and saying that, please have several seats. Your soul is too young to understand this, clearly. Okay? Um, you carry karmic cycles even in this current lifetime because you have several lifetimes. If you're listening to this, you probably have several lifetimes. So that's what I mean by karmic cycles. So... While these two plans are squaring off, you can choose to transform from those cycles or you can choose to repeat them. But if you repeat them because you believed for some reason that you couldn't do it, you, like I said before, will have your ass mollywopped and beat up across the universe. So get your ass in formation breathe, take yourself seriously, okay? Yes, you really are that witch. Yes, you really are that amazing, divine, sacred being. Why are you still so, you know, in shock of this? 
it's time to do the work. It's time to let yourself be seen. A lot of us, a lot of you who are, you know, Libras, who are Capricorns, who are Sagittariuses, Pisces, Scorpios, a lot of your work that you've been doing and building up and all the chaos and BS that you've been going through is going to be paying off right now. And this is really your chance to get on that roller coaster and ride it to the top. And you can see the drop, but you're just not there yet. And I want to shout out one of my sacred sisters because this is something that we have talked about. And she actually said that to me and I was like, you know what? That's exactly what it is. We are literally at the top of the roller coaster and we're looking down the drop and we can feel it in our stomachs, in our wombs, ladies, divine femmes. And um, we know it's coming. But we just have to hold on tight to that bar and trust the universe is going to guide us down deeply into this new adventure and not let us fall. Okay, so try to release as much tension as you can by honoring your cycles and facing them and saying, okay, let me park my ego at the door and really ask myself, okay, what of these habits are really not honoring me? And how can I move out of these spaces to ascend myself even more? into this process and when you do that you will probably see a lot of crap (laughs) come out and you're going to be like holy crap I didn't know I was holding on to all that I didn't know I felt that way about myself but it was there and that's fine forgive release but then you're free and then you're free to create all this new space of your own so it's really up to us how we want to work the cosmos But we need to make sure that we are working the cosmos. If you're a witch, then be a witch. Work the damn cosmos like you know how to work time. Because you can. It's not hard. It's really not, you guys. I know astrology, when I'm talking, it might seem and sound like this a bunch of mumbo jumbo to you. um, But it's not hard to catch your your own cycles. You repeat them. You just have to follow your compass. And your compass is your chart. Once you can see where your cycles lay in your chart, your karmic cycles lay in your chart, and where your trigger points are, and you start to follow those transits, and you do the work during these transits, you don't have to keep, one, triple checking things because you already know, because you can feel it and just be and create your own new timelines and that. It's not hard. It just takes a little bit of work. And if you are interested in that, you know where to find me, but it's really not that hard, but it's really up to us. If you say you want to glow up and do this, you got to do this, but you have to be disciplined. This next transition of this, of this year is also about discipline because a lot of us, again, all those zodiacs that I had mentioned, you are at the stage of waxing gibbous and you're about to become full bloom, but there is still some waiting that has to happen there are still some fine-tuned details that have you look towards and they mostly have to do with you and you're probably thinking what but I thought I did all my work yes you have and you've gone this far but to get to that next point that you're looking for there's still more work that you have to put in okay that's it it's just maintenance continue to be consistent be you know consistent with yourself and show up And you will get there. That's all you got to do. Don't complicate it more than you you are. You don't have to do that. Okay? Um, Something else I want to talk about is this idea that I've seen and this energy that I felt and I'm seeing a lot more is the colonizing of the craft. And by the craft, I mean the witchcraft. I mean la brujeria, the obia, the hoodoo the Vodan, the Vodou, like all of it, okay? There is going to be, you know, many spiritualists and mystics right now of all of these crafts that I just mentioned are being mimicked right now. There are so many spam accounts popping up everywhere of various, you know, brujas, witches, mystics, whoever, who are of all these different various traditions of magic in their own ways and and spiritual uh you know groups in their own ways and they are being they're being conned like there's these people out here these these bots who are working overtime trying to create these false profiles of all these big 
people in the in the in the business on Instagram anyway. And it's really interesting because at the same time, we have a lot of spiritualists and mystics who are really just mimicking each other. And so it's really funny now that we have these bots who are kind of doing the same thing of just conning people by creating these mimic profiles of these same beings. And it really just goes to show you um, where the spiritual community and niche is going and how it's about to just blow the fuck up even more. And yes, we have seen this, but it's about to become even more prominent as Jupiter goes direct. Now, I say this because Jupiter, you know, is going direct soon, but also water, there's a lot of watered down spirituality being exposed. There's a lot of more spiritual accounts being made. There's a lot of accounts I'm seeing of you know, people who are labeling themselves as astrologists or as astrologer. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with calling yourself an astrologer if you are into astrology. Um, But there's also a lot of people who are calling themselves astrologists, but really haven't done (laughs) any work or studies in this. And they're falsely leading people and it can be very dangerous. And so you'll be able to see who these people are because, you know, these other accounts of people, not bot accounts, but other beings will come out and try to replicate their style. And, you know, they do say that flattery is the, it's an intention of imitation and it's supposed to be this thing of flattery, but it's really not. It's kind of gross and it's really unfortunate that it's happening. So for those of you who are into the spiritual community and you are running a business or you are someone who does share a lot of your spiritual um you know practice with the world hold it sacred to you and be very mindful of that because it can be mimicked and it can be not turned against you but you just never know who's watching okay so there needs to be a lot of evil eye protection and reversal spells done as well um now, with all these astrologers and astrologers popping up, this means a lot of watered-down astrology is being delivered at an all-time high. Now, personally, I'm very happy because this means that astrology is being exposed more to people in general, and that is really important and, and, and amazing in my eyes. Um, but there's a lot of focus in this watered-down astrology, more so on the zodiac signs and, you know, more so of these stereotypes of what these signs are, and less focus on the actual astro piece of the astrology, which is the planets and the degrees that they're making and how they interact with each other. Of course, the signs that they are in are very important, but the actual planets are what make astrology. So we need to make sure that we are grounding ourselves on these rocks that are the planets. And I don't care if some of those planets are full of gas. They are still planets. So we need to remember that that's what astrology is about. And there's a lot of just, again, hocus pocus bullshit out there about astrology that is coming. And with Jupiter going direct and then finally going into Aquarius, this is going to grow even more so. But it is starting now. Jupiter goes into Aquarius as of December 19th of this year, but it is starting now as Jupiter goes direct. So what do we do about all this energy? How do we ensure we're being guided by the right people? Well, one, of course, follow your intuition. That is always the first answer. Always, always, always. But also by doing that, you have to ensure that you are staying true to yourself and to your own craft and embrace your curiosity into these crafts because yes, Jupiter going direct is going to have people be really interested in expanding their spiritual practice. You might want to tap into some drugs. I'm not saying do them, but I'm not saying don't do them either. (laughs) Okay. Um, So you are going to want to go on a spiritual journey of your own and your drug doesn't have to be recreational. Your drug could be sound healing. Your drug could be, you know, writing. Your drug could be traveling, your drug could be yoga, whatever it is, allow yourself to become curious in your spirituality, but be safe about how you're doing it. So don't be acting out here all willy-nilly, colonizing people's shit, okay? If I see one of you out here pretending to be a child of Oshun, when I know damn right and well you're not, it's not going to be cute. 
don't be out here colonizing stuff but enjoy your spirituality in a safe way and be curious about it and explore it because this is the time that we're going to be feeling more drawn to do so and with that sextile to neptune and jupiter happening right now and, and happening for a while this is going to be a theme that is ongoing now how do you ensure that you are staying true and authentic to your craft well you do so by being true to your spirits and who are your spirits? Your spirits are your ancestors. So make sure that you are being very respectful, first of all, to your ancestors, but also listening to them. Okay, guys, I know that maybe I don't want to do this whole piece of the practice, but when you take a step back as to what their practice was, what was their intention when they invoked these things? What were the words that they were using? How can you take those words and create your own um, spells and manifest the things that you want how can you speak to them in these words so that they are always by you and not always asking for things but just speaking to them because they will guide you into your spiritual practice as well and y'all really be sleeping on your ancestors you really do and I just don't understand why like I just I can't I don't understand it and I'm trying to um, your ancestors are the plug which brings me to Another piece of our of our conversation today into our brew is reversing ancestral karma. So Saturn is in retrograde, as we know, which is a which is an aspect of time. Saturn is a father of time. Pluto is going direct, which is associated with Scorpio. So that is literally our Egun energy, which is ancestors, ancestral energy. And then we have Mars going retrograde, which is, of course, our movement and our actions and our passions. And so this is the perfect brew for a wave of ancestral healing. So asking your spirits what you can do to help them release their own cycles, because whatever it is that they carry and they've carried while they ascended, it is most likely one of your cycles. Okay, now remember, as above, so below. Your ancestors are in the realm of the universe. They are there. They are in the 5D. So if we're applying as above, so below to ourselves, we need to speak to our ancestors about what their cycles are that they carry, because when they release them, it's going to release from you. It is a very high chance that you carry those cycles without even realizing they weren't yours to begin with. Okay? So give this next wave of transformation to them. When you are going into Mars retrograde, when you are going into the depths of Sin City and fighting off your seven or how many demons you have, okay, dedicate that transformation to your ancestors and see how quickly things will change with blessings. You are going to be so amazed by that. There is a lot of things that are changing right now but because of this movement of saturn in retrograde pluto going direct and then you know mars going retrograde there is a lot of ancestral focus here and again we are also moving into the winter solstice here in the northern hemisphere so there's definitely the sense of the quote-unquote veil thinning for those of you <laughs> who still have the veil um, it, it is thinning as we, you know, say goodbye to summer more and more and more, which really it's very sad, but that is what is happening. And so as the veil is thinning and as the shadow grows, as the sun sets upon thee, how are you embracing your shadow? How are you preparing for that first wave of Neptune's deaths? How are you preparing for the first shock of Mars going retrograde? When Pluto goes direct and says, surprise, bitch, while in Capricorn, what are you going to do? Hmm? What are you going to do? Again, Saturn is an aspect of time. Saturn carries our cycles of time heavily. It's literally our DNA, Saturn. Okay? Aspects of our DNA come from Saturn, literally. So you need to really sit with your ancestors and sit with your spirits and and. Just ask them to be loud and clear and speak loudly and clearly to you in the highest and purest light form. You don't have to call into any names, but you don't know who they are. That's okay. But leave them an offering. Leave them a glass of water and just speak to it and just leave that offering there and just say, okay, well, 
I don't really know what it is that I need to release or this and that, that I need to transform, but whatever you guys are carrying that I am carrying, let me see it within the next 24 hours. Let yourself go to sleep with those words and see how you will receive visions and dreams, which might feel like nightmares or just these random weird dreams. And you might have a lot of symbols, write all those things down when you do this, because they're all going to be very, 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 very important. Okay. Very, very, very important. So really ensure that you are writing those things down because those are aspects of the cycles that they are carrying that you can release on your behalf, on their behalf for you and them. And so everyone is elevating. And so as that happens for them, when they become lighter, you'll become lighter and blessings will come through. Ashe. So just to close off, of course, I wanted to do our ancestral antidote. And so with all this chaos, you know, driving through Sin City is exhausting. Fighting your demons is exhausting. Resurrecting is exhausting. Birth is a traumatic experience. And this is something that I have been learning in a more deeper level, in a deeper level um, recently. Uh, birth is a very, very, very traumatic experience for the physical body and for the spiritual body itself. And so you best believe that death is also traumatic. Of course it is. So that being said, to have to resurrect yourself from all of that again, it's going to be traumatic. So what do the ancestors suggest for us at this time? Rest. They want us to rest. Take your time. As these waves of the full moon of Pisces start to calm down, take your time and let yourself rest, okay? But also light candles. They really want us to invoke the element of fire um, as we work with Mars going into retrograde and Venus going into Leo. There is some fire aspects here. Plus, we also have Chiron in Aries. That is still in Aries as well as is Mars. So they really want us to invoke the fire element this week. And so um, turmeric, um, cinnamon, uh, fennel, and even star anise. These are all really amazing herbs and roots that we can use in teas or within our baths or in any way that you choose to fit. Um, definitely invoke some sort of element of fire your way. You can create golden milk when it's on those colder mornings, um, but also just lighting candles, okay? There's a sense that our souls need to be warmed. We are so cold on the inside. We are literally these empty, hollow shells, um, like a cancer in a crab. And so really nurturing the body, nurturing the bones, you know, detoxing, 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 and working with those fire elements, clearing out the sacral um, space and root chakras as well, doing our, our root work in those spaces as well. And so really igniting all that will start with the fire element. Okay. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. That was a lot. I know. Um, but I will talk to you in the next episode. I hope you enjoy this week's brew. This is Lily Moon. Bye.